0: Hi, I'm Sean O. McCarthy, founding editor of The Comics Comic, found wherever you can type The Comics Comic into your electronic devices. Welcome to Last Things First, the show that asks comedians about the historic lasts and firsts in their lives as their comedy careers have blossomed, from young people's dreams to adult people living those dreams, or still dreaming. Questions both big and small are asked and answered. It's hopefully both amusing and illuminating. Louis Anderson is an Emmy Award winner for his performance as the matriarch Christine Baskets in the FX series Baskets. He previously starred and won awards for the animated series Life of Louie. Back in the day, Louie hosted Family Feud and made a memorable early splash in the Eddie Murphy movie Coming to America. He was also part of Rodney Dangerfield's ninth Young Comedian special. These days, Louie has just released his third stand-up special, Big Underwear, as well as a new book, Hey Mom, Stories from My Mother, but you can read them too. There's a lot to talk about, so let's get to it! So, Louie Anderson, thank you for sitting with me. It's taken a while. I've asked, but you told me to keep asking. So, Well,
1: Sean, you know what happens is people say, you want to do my podcast? And, of course, I'd love to. But, Sean, that isn't right. You can't, you know, like, that's a horrible thing that happens, you know. Like, I have good intentions, but right. then I get busy. And then, so I'm glad you kept asking, because if I'm in charge of following up with you, mm-hmm. you'll never be seen again. <laughs> It just happens. Well, and also, like I have a, I, I need to get a, I, an assistant, but usually the problem with assistants is you end up having to do their job. So then you get two jobs. Mm-hmm. So an assistant's no good unless they're motivated and they want to become you. They're the best kind.
0: Well, and also now with podcasts, there's so many more people asking for your time.
1: Yeah, and I'm very very particular about podcasts. Oh.
0: So, well, well, thanks for saying yes to mine. Yeah. Well, well, you know,
1: this was a good timing, and, you know, I think it'll be great.
0: Well, since we're sitting in the offices of Simon & Schuster, I I told the editors that I would be remiss if I didn't ask you at least one question about the book. Hey, yeah, Mom. Yeah. Um, did you get the book? I haven't gotten the book oh. yet.
1: Well, we can't do this, then.
0: <laughs> but I did watch you on Colbert the other oh, night. Okay, good. Then so that's, that's so good. I got the yes, gist. So you got the gist. <laughs> And I've seen you on stage, yeah. So, and I've watched baskets, yeah. So, I know that the book comes from, you know, wanting to express gratitude to your mother. It does for what she's done for you in your life and, and regret career, of things I didn't do. So. What What would you think your mom would would say to you now if she had the chance? Do I get a cut of this?
1: <laughs> That's what she'd say. A new thing. Now, do I get a pay because you're playing me? Is that a would I get something out of that? <laughs> In the most would she, sweetest would she, way, but, you know, that's a very Midwestern thing.
0: Would she have said that right at the beginning, <coughs> or would she have waited until seeing that the show is a success? Yeah, she would wait, of course, like
1: all of us would. <laughs> now, how can I muscle in on this? <laughs> i go, yeah, I would just give her a check then. I would just ask every, in fact, every week, I would make sure she got a check for every episode. Oh. I mean, I'd just be sending right. it to her, but i have them send it from the network, because that would be the right thing. But well, you're a good she, son. She, if she, I am. I would have been. I could have been better, but I would have been good at that. I would have said, make a check out to my mom mm-hmm. for what she would think was the most money in the world for something like this. <laughs> you know? Right, and because then, she
0: wouldn't have a knowledge of the, she she wouldn't, the scale no, of she show No, she wouldn't know.
1: But if it was enough to go shopping everywhere, that mm-hmm. she'd like to go shopping and get 100 things at the dollar store. She'd be thrilled. Or the 88 cent store is what we had. We didn't have a dollar, so we had an 88
0: cent star. Did she have a sense of your success at the beginning? Yes. I mean, obviously she got doing... to go to
1: the White House with me. Oh, okay. So we went to the White House. What I year did was a that? Show. It was Reagan. So what, 90s? 90, 90s? 90, oh, 80s. 80s. 80, 80, 89? Okay. 89, I think. Yeah, actually. 89. So we did our eighty-eight. Um, he was in eight years though, wasn't he? Right. So sometimes in the eighties, let's say yeah. that uh, I did a show gala at the reopening of the. You can find out exactly when because it was the reopening of the uh, Ford Theater where Lincoln was shot. Okay. And um, have you ever been there? Because they have the like the morbid. The Ford. They have the sheets no. from the night he died with the blood on them still in the museum, mm. which is like the creepiest thing. But it is morbid. It is morbid, and I just went, oh, I I don't want to see this. <laughs> Um, So um, I did that with uh, Lance Burton and uh, a whole bunch of other, you know, uh, entertainers. Mm -hmm. And it was televised. It was a gala for opening it. Tip O'Neill was there. Okay, because
0: he was Speaker of the House.
1: And so lots of fun. So lots of fun. Then we went to the White House and got to meet the Reagans, which, you know, I'm a Democrat from Minnesota, but still.
0: Those were Reagan Democrats, I remember they talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I don't know. I was not a a Reagan Democrat. No, I didn't vote for Reagan. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a H- Hubert Humphrey Democrat. I can't okay. vote for Reagan.
0: God. Um, anyways, Eugene, I Eugene, uh, Eugene McCarthy. Yes, he was a. Yeah, I love Eugene. A, no relation to myself, but but I like to point that I'm no relation to Eugene McCarthy or Joe McCarthy. Oh yeah, especially Joe Wisconsin. Yeah. No, um, especially these days. But Actually, I'm, I'm, are, I'm, I probably I probably more in common with him now. Yeah. <laughs> but you are not liking Russia. Related to Melissa McCarthy? No, no. I mean but Jenny not, but McCarthy is related to Melissa McCarthy. Oh, they're, I didn't know they're that. Cousins. Oh,
1: I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, that's good. Mm. I learned something.
0: Yeah, because they're Midwestern McCarthys. I'm a Boston uh, Irish, McCarthy. and I'm my
1: my mom's family goes back to the Mayflower. So
0: very nice. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know what it means. Mm. It means we love bread, <laughs> white, white. The whiter bread, the better.
0: But you know, back in the '80s, there were more tangible. Things of success, like you could take your mom to the White House, or she, you know, when you did Johnny Carson for yeah. the first time. So she a-
1: got to see all that, and I hosted uh, the Joan
0: Rivers show, and she got to see that. So she got to see my fame for sure, the first wave of it. Yeah. Did she know that, that like coming to America was a was a deal, or
1: yeah, she, I had just I just made a- it, but mm-hmm. it just I don't think it was out quite out, or if it was out, it was just out. Mm-hmm. When she passed away in 1990, that was just—I think yeah. it came out in '89 or '90, right? 90. Just before, yeah.
0: Going back to to even before then, the last time I saw you on stage at Caroline's, you were talking about how—and I mentioned this because I grew up in Connecticut—that there was a brief time that you lived in Connecticut. I did in your early adulthood, mm-hmm. and you you said that you might have pursued a different path back then. I said A different business. What I said.
1: What yeah. was going on with? No, but I said I managed a Goodwill store okay. in South Norwalk, Connecticut, and uh, below a methadone clinic. And I said, you know, there, if I wouldn't have done comedy on a dare, I I would have been a politician. I think I would have been a, either that or social, you know, complete a social worker. That would have been my my main thing. I wanted to be president when I, I was a political science major and. So I wanted to you know, I wanted to control the world cuz I had no control growing up so I wanted a job where you had control or you thought you did at least.
0: So it sounds like you might be able to relate to our current president. Well, you know, <laughs> I never thought his, I had the his control issues. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that that happens to
1: entertainers and, you know, people that
0: mm-hmm.
1: are egomaniacal. And I, I'm an egomaniacal. Comics are pretty egomaniacal usually successful comics have narcissistic had. and yeah. ins-
0: insecure what'd
1: you say narcissistic why'd you say that i'm doing the insecure thing um <laughs> god why do you have to say those mean things to me
0: <laughs> although um, you do have a much better trump joke comparison in, as your closer to big underwear which is your new special yes so, um you know i which love. can't talk about in an audio yeah format, but. but you can see it on
1: big <laughs> underwear it's yeah. uh, available on itunes it's number one they said on iTunes, but I couldn't find it being number one. Hmm. You know, you you it's you tense like when I was nominated for an Emmy, I couldn't find it on their website. People had to call me. You got that <laughs> nomination. I go, Where is it? <laughs> I wanna see it. Damn it.
0: When you uh when you decided to release Big Underwear, you released it on iTunes and everywhere but Netflix. Yeah, so which is part of a new trend. Oh is it?
1: I don't know, you know. I just said how much am I getting, mm-hmm. and I'll do it. And they put it all out there. I didn't have anything to do with the architecture of, uh, you know, what it was, where it was going to go. Okay, or anything. so that wasn't you. I did this with them. I did a special two years or three years ago, maybe now, uh, called uh, Big Baby Boomers, mm-hmm. and it was Comedy Dynamics. Uh, you know uh, my good friends over there. Right, they make a
0: lot of specials. Each yeah, time. they've done a
1: hundred and some specials yeah. in the last couple of years, and so I don't. I don't get into the idea. Plus, I'm not. I don't think I'm Netflix uh, demo. You know, because I think they're only taking certain people mm-hmm. that I think have the right amount of television exposure, so that they can get a special. Hmm. But I just, you know, they haven't picked me. But I think my special is one of my best specials because I really did an homage to the old comics with the joke, 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 joke. I was doing jokes. I have a lot of great jokes in my special. I'm proud of it.
0: Do you have a sense, uh, other than the iTunes ranking that you were told about, of what kind of reception or feedback it's gotten? Do you have any metrics
1: on that? I think uh, somebody criticized the big underwear bit. But that's okay because it's a little longer bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's always a critic for comedy because it's so subjective. So I always think any review is a good review because they're mentioning your show.
0: In terms of just how many people are watching it, do you have a sense? Oh, of-
1: no. I, I would say between three and 400,000 people have viewed it. No. <laughs> I, have- <laughs> I have no idea. Do, I mean, did, I don't even know how to find that stuff. That's out, what do I'm. You? That's what I'm yeah. wondering. Do they? Do there's, some, there's somebody's got a clicker, but somebody sent me the thing. Um, I have it. If you want to see it, so you know how it's I, doing. No, that it's number one on okay. Netflix. So, but, do you want to see or it? iTunes, yeah. All right, iTunes, yeah. Not Netflix because <laughs> we're not on there. Look at you trying to make me say Netflix. <laughs> how about trying to do this without my glasses? That's my favorite. Hmm. Because I can almost, I think I almost can see. That's the kind of person I am. Can I see? Yes, I can see. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It's on that thing. Somebody sent me the screenshot. Oh, nice. Doesn't it say number one on iTunes?
0: Yes, it does. Huh.
1: So I'm going to frame that and put it in my dollhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be weird if I had a dollhouse? Sit down. Sit down. Well, especially Sit. knowing how, how... Sit down, Rodney. Especially knowing that you're
0: scared or <laughs> uh, freaked yeah. out by the dolls. Yeah.
1: Well, who isn't? And I have the same teeth as all dolls.
0: That's, that's why I think a lot of people don't like ventriloquists.
1: Because of the dummy or the ventriloquist? The- Which one?
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> ventriloquists are the- <laughs> interesting and odd people. Have you, did you, have, did you ever? Whatever, tu- did you ever tour with any? Or <clears throat> No, but I worked with. Uh, I won't say. Uh, I can't think of. I always want to say I can, his name. I can't think of his name right now. But yes, I Willy. worked with. No. No, I worked with several ventriloquists, though, mm-hmm. over the years. And um, they always make objects you're sitting, like they would make your recorder. Huh, hey, how are ago? They would do it. They would make it. Put voices in anything. Yeah, room. they can put voices in things, and that's always. You know the sugar bowl.
0: No, sugar Now, see, I appreciate that a lot more than having your hand inside a dummy. Yeah, pretending that that's talking. Yes, I think that's their downfall. That's too much of a conceit.
1: That yeah, unless you were to make the dummy look just like you, which would be oh. really, I think that could be a f- new thing. You know. I mean didn't a kid almost win a singing ventriloquist thing on America's Got Talent? No, she did year? win. Oh, she did win. Yeah. So there you go. So <laughs> they do you know how many do you know how many ventriloquists there are going to be now cuz twi- two because, of them have won yeah. America's Got Talent and you know there's going to be singing ventriloquists kids are going to grow up and go, "Guy, I need a dummy." <laughs>
0: You Who know? would have predi- predicted that 20 years ago?
1: Nobody would have. And you know what's so amazing is don't underestimate the public's desire to see uh, somebody pl- with a dummy mm. doing a ventriloquist thing. I mean, it's. I think it's through practice you can learn that. I think you and I could both become ventriloquists. Hey! <laughs> Hey, 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 Louis.
0: Well, if I could become a ventriloquist, then I could just conduct all the podcasts myself.
1: But would be so, With my guests, yeah, because yeah, it wouldn't
0: matter. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Ignore the dummy sitting on the chair. Um, <clears throat> I guess I should also ask you about Mitzi in the comedy store. Yes, since God Ms, Missy you, just Mitzi. died. Although she, post, although she'd been ill for a while, yeah,
1: I got to post a picture of her and I from her. Uh, I think it was her sixtieth or eightieth. I think it was her 60th. It could have been her 80th birthday. I don't know. I, was I the Comedy Store
0: your first yeah. stop out mm-hmm. in L.A.?
1: That's one of my goals. I wanted to get on The Tonight Show and get my name at the Comedy Store. How long did it take for both of those? Uh, about two, about two and a half years.
0: Which came first, the name on the, the store or the, the Carson the spot? I think Carson spot and then the oh. name.
1: Maybe almost simultaneous. <laughs>
0: <coughs> Missy liked Mitsy, me. Missy saw you on Carson, and, and put me. his name. No, on.
1: no, she liked me. I did my Carson spots at the store. That's where everybody auditioned for the Tonight Show. Was at the store. Okay, Jim McCauley, and um, so I finally got on, and it was my dream come true, and I uh, it changed my whole life overnight. I got a holding deal from NBC. The next day, I debuted in Las Vegas at the Comedy Store at the Dunes Hotel. The next week, I was opening for the Commodores at the Bally's Hotel on this trip. So it was fast. It was fast. It was immediate. The Tonight Show had more power maybe than American Idol. Wow. You know what I mean? And it could have been overnight. It was like overnight power. You know, the next day, people were going, you're good at Carson. (laughs) You sucked on Carson. You shut up. Is that you, you with the dummy talking?
0: Have you watched any of uh, the Showtime series? I'm dying up here. I have. I watched a couple.
1: On, it's interesting, but yeah, bef- how, that's before me though.
0: Right, that's the that's 70s. Pre, yeah, that's, that's the, the 70s. Because they haven't even gotten to the strike
1: yeah. yet. No, that's the 70s. I'm yeah. glad Jim's doing it. I love Jim Carrey, so I'm glad he's doing it. And the guys are great. I can't get past the hair. <laughs> the hair bugs me. I don't know why. It just does. I go. That's a wig. <laughs> but I'm wearing one. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but my wig looks real. I don't care what anyone says. That's People ask me all the time the if trick. it's my real hair, and I go, yes. <laughs> I lie right to people. I always have. Are you uh, Sh- Are you uh, John Candy? Yes. <laughs> and then I would sign the autograph. Kiss my ass, John Candy.
0: Wow. The, the fact that anyone would ask that now if you were John Candy. No, that but would be, people still. That would people, be amazing. I,
1: yeah, people do misname me often. Hmm. <laughs> You know, you know. Another one I get is uh, what's his name? Does the docu- Michael Moore? Oh, okay. Are you Michael Moore? I go. Am I that frumpy?
0: Well, it's probably if if you're wearing the hat like yes, now. Yes, it Cause is. Because he always wears the yeah. hats. Um, so, so
1: now I've got. A, I'm going to get a different kind of hat.
0: Maybe. You also did the young comedian special with Rodney. Rodney, yeah, was was that the, the first before- one. Was that before or after Carson? After,
1: now, Rodney said, "I know you did Carson, but I knew Rodney from Minnesota. He came out... And I brought him a bottle of Glenn Levitt Scotch, with all the other comedians in Minnesota because we, you know, we loved Rodney right. And some balloons saying "Welcome," and he was very touched by it, and he never forgot that. How we old were you when you trans. did that? Uh, I guess I was twenty. Let's see, six, five. When were you 26, born? fifty-three. Twenty-two. Yeah. No, I was more than 22. It was 70. It wasn't 75. It was 78. Okay. 78. So then you had 25. 25. 25 is when I started comedy in 1978.
0: So you were new to comedy. This is my 40th year. Congratulations. Yeah. So you're new to comedy. Rodney comes to town, and you <laughs> butter him up. Well, we did. Yeah. And he came
1: down to our club, and he performed, and he put us on the map. And he watched all of our sets, and he loved me. He said, hey, you're... Hey, you're all right. You know what I mean. <laughs> and um, he was always stayed friends. We stayed friends ever since. Who else was on your young comedian special? Harry Basil, Bob Saget, Rita Rudner. I think it was Howie Gold, mm-hmm. Bob Nelson, uh, Harry Basil, Saget. Uh, let's see how Sam Kennison. It was a ba- it was a yeah, it's a big a, one. Then. It was a pretty big
0: special. Because some of those some of those were. Hit or miss. Well, we were yeah, especially the first looking one. Back, Especially looking back at well, that. Well,
1: I mean, you know, hit or miss, it is up to the public to decide who becomes famous. I mean, How can you say that some of those people are as funny as anyone, but the public decides? You know, right. comedy is subjective, and who knows who's really good and who isn't? It's all just like, are you still working?
0: Well, speaking of that... I wanted to ask you about doing Splash. Yeah, it was a lot, that
1: that was a really that was really the because, beginning of me coming back,
0: right? Because you had not worked for a period of time. Yeah. What had you had other offers Nothing. for other celebrity reality shows? Yeah, maybe, but
1: I never would have done them. Celebrity Apprentice, or no? I never had that. I would or have done that. Amazing Race, or I wouldn't. Well, that was never a celebrity. I don't think. In fact, amazing you didn't Race. have done a celebrity. Not just recently. Oh, though, wasn't right. It? Oh, maybe not back then. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't even on back then, was it? Or did it just start, yeah, it did it? Yeah. That guy. I bought my house from that guy who's invented that in oh. California. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So that just came to me, and I just went, "I'm going to do it," because it seemed like a lot of fun.
0: It was. It did, and it seemed like you had fun. I remember watching I did it have at the fun. time.
1: I did have fun
0: because, of course, the show is thinking, "Oh, we're going to get this big guy." <laughs> On a diving board, let's see what happens. Yeah, but I took but it, it seriously. Really, yeah, <laughs> I went all the way to the 10th. You weren't in it to be a joke. You were like, yeah, I'm going to, I know this looks funny, but I'm, I'm gonna, not I'm going to really try yeah, this.
1: Yeah. I think that's what people liked. A lot, you had a lot of letters saying that I inspired people to start swimming and, and exercising and doing all kinds of stuff.
0: What was it that made you say yes? Was it just the need for no. work? or No,
1: no, not at all, because it was hardly any money. I guess the thing that made me realize, well, first of all, I thought maybe I could win it, (laughs) because why underestimate yourself? It's like when I watch the Olympics, I go, what could I still do? I still think that way. I go, I could still do curling. Yeah? That's the kind of person I am.
0: No, I, watching this most recent Winter Olympics, yeah, I had that realization in middle age of, well, I can't do that, I can't do that. Yeah. But I could, exactly. <laughs> if I really put my mind to it, in four years I could learn how to do that.
1: Yeah. So I think that I'm a, my competitive nature. hmm But also I really thought it would be, you know, I thought it's the kind of reality show I could do because it didn't seem like an exploitive one in one sense. I know they had me and Kareem and that whole thing, but... It still was an act. It's it still was such an interesting idea. Really, it's crazy. They've never done it again because of the injuries everybody got. Right. That's why they don't have it. Well, it's it no anymore.
0: joke to do high dives.
1: And and yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could die. Right. People die from it. Right.
0: It's not like doing Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, where Exactly. You might oh, twist you pull, an ankle. Oh, you pulled your <laughs> shin. Oh. God. Doing
1: the cha-cha. Yeah. <laughs> Did I hear they kicked out Johnny Menzel? From the thing today, from Dancing with the Stars, I—that's what some TMZ person said I haven't said followed to me. Dancing with the That's Stars so in quite funny. some time.
0: I mean, I know they—they they usually try to have a comedian on. Yeah, like Jeff Ross, like injured his eye. Oh, did he? Oh. the year that he, so he wore this big eye patch.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, you also did. Um, I wanted to ask you the—I can't remember what the the name of it was—but in the late '90s, you hosted a stand-up. Oh, I did showcase. the comedy
1: showcase. A lot of famous people yeah. ended up being on that. I watched it every yeah Friday every or sa- sat- Saturday Friday? night, right after after SNL. after SNL. Yeah, that was a great show. That was Regency Television or Artists. Regency and it was Television, and it was filmed at like a big. It was first. It was filmed at.
0: It Wasn't a small.
1: Yeah, no. It was the pier. One for a, some of the shows was a pier. The pier at in Santa Monica was a club mm-hmm. right on the pier we did some there and then some somewhere else and um it was great nick swartzen was on it and we've seen mitch hedbergh mitch mitch Hedberg was on it it was really great it was great
0: did zach do that show i don't
1: think so i don't see he zach doing it might have been show. still too new i don't think he okay. would have done that maybe he would have done it
0: do you remember the first time you met zach
1: yeah at the show i never met him before that oh really not that i remember hmm. maybe he remembers meeting me but i don't i, I remember him at the show oh
0: yeah going to meeting him before oh. the show how how long as a fan d- i was i mean when you'd see him you loved him right how long did it take to, to get an actual kind of maternal bond with him well immediately for me because i'm maternal you know
1: that's who i am as a person i think I mean, I'm, I'm the first person that, would if somebody's not doing well, would try to reach out for them and say, Hey, what's going on? Are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. I learned that from my mom. I'm a lot like my mom. so.
0: You know, the, 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 the famous story about you getting the part was that Zach and Louis C.K. Were, were talking about the part, and they thought of you immediately for it. Zach made a sound,
1: and Louis said to him, You mean Louis Anderson? He goes because Zach said the voice. I have the voice in my mm-hmm. head. How the mother should sound, and he made a sound like ah. <laughs> and and Louie said, "What you mean? You mean Louis Anderson?" Mm-hmm. And Zach said, "Yeah, Louis Anderson." And um, they and then they said, "Should we call him?" And they called me. I remember them both were in the room when they called me.
0: What was your career like
1: at that moment? Well, I was you. working as a headliner in Vegas. I had my own show. Okay, Wait, where oh, at in Vegas? And at, at the Plaza at that time. But I did it six years at the um, Excalibur in the old Catch a Rising Star room. Okay. And then three years at the Louis Anderson Theater at the Palace Station.
0: How many weeks and would you do?
1: I did the whole year, but I would do I would do the whole year. I did oh, the whole year. You wouldn't take breaks, big breaks. Well, I take breaks, but not big breaks. Okay. Maybe I'm a couple weeks off. Okay. But I, I mean, when you're doing a residency show, sure you can't, because there's a lot of advertising and money that goes into it.
0: How how, how much did you enjoy that, being a I got old. That resident. could be
1: old. Night after night. Right, the same Vegas place. Vegas crowd. Blah, blah, blah. So you're sitting in Vegas, and you get the phone call. I was on my way to work, yeah. I got the phone call. They said, would you do it? And I go, play a part in Zach's sitcom. I go, yeah. They go, would you play the mom? And I go, yes, <laughs> I would and so we went there we shot a pilot i uh put the wig on put the outfit on put the lipstick on i had one scene and that was it and i had lived uh trying to down one of those kirkland drinks and i couldn't and i spit it out and i tried to save the take i go that hit the spot Or something like that, or that was a, I, some kind because I wanted to save the scene mm-hmm. if you look at that scene, Zach's laughing in his cup he 's laughing right <laughs> in it because that's your job is to try to crack, right. crack each other
0: up <laughs> well yeah it's a it's it's a comedy show you want it to be funny so then it turns out to be this this huge hit, especially for you with all the critical acclaim and the Emmy, you had won an Emmy or two. Um, Life of Louie, for, Life for of the Louie. voice,
1: yeah. My voice work. And,
0: eh. then, and then it's 20 years... What is this,
1: uh, podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, then twi- uh, <laughs> and then 20 years later, you get this Emmy mm-hmm. for playing your mom. How did it feel being up there after... I
1: loved it. I said, we did it, Mom. I gave her credit right away. And then, uh, you know... I it felt great because I felt like I, you know, I never was credited as a great actor, but I feel like I really did a great acting job. I feel like I nailed it. I still feel like it's a great lot of fun.
0: Did you feel like how much vindication did you feel for like still being even just being in the game after forty years? To still be Uh, like a vital to still be a vital part of the business. Through through the ups and downs of it.
1: Yeah, you know, like, yeah, you can give up anytime you want, but I stayed relevant by being in Vegas. You know, three or four million people saw my billboards every week. So you stay around. I never felt like I wasn't really great at what I did, but, you know, the public kind of dictates everything, and the world changed completely, didn't it? The world actually changed completely with uh in the you know probably in the 2000s you know we had a revolution in social media and revolution in with the computer and youtube and just what was important and what was relevant and who you know all those things and funny though is still funny if you're funny you're funny, and I had a lot of really iconic things that I was in. You know, coming to America and Ferris Bueller, and and I had a Rodney Dangerfield Young Comedian Special, and did four of my own one-hour specials for Showtime and HBO and the Comedy Showcase, and a big presence on the Hollywood Squares and so Family Feud for Family these. Feud for three years. I hosted, so I always I have a body of work that I'm proud of and. I always thought something was next. I just didn't know it would be playing a woman. And I don't, you know, it's not like even a man playing a woman. I play a woman. Right. I'm not playing a
0: cartoon. No, a this woman. Isn't Mrs. A da- woman with this a. This is not Mrs. Doubtfire. A woman with a love life. Yeah. I'm in love. Yeah. yeah. Who finds love after yeah. after so many years and yeah, and raising ab- two sets of twins. Yeah, it's an absurd <laughs> comedy
1: with but it's with but the heart. It's grounded. Yeah, right. it has a heart and the humanity and. I feel like I'm part of something special. I don't think there's another show on TV like Baskets.
0: No, there's definitely not another yeah. show on TV like Baskets that would have room for you to to be a mother of of two sets of twins, one of which is Zach playing both parts. Which to is, have to have a brilliant. to have a character like like Martha's. Yeah, so like, fantastic. <laughs> Look at Martha. Yeah, I mean, I love and Martha. she. And, yeah, and she'd been in the business some twenty years, and yeah. Finally, get, finally catches a break. Yeah. Now, I, I want to ask about um, when everything happened with Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. last year. Were you able to be kind of maternal with him? Since I since won't talk about
1: how I he and I's relationship because that's my business. But I, I felt for him, and I felt the whole situation was uncomfortable. But I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to talk well, about. It's too painful for well, me.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I only bring it up because you had gone through your own dark period where you had been blackmailed and, yeah. and felt and I'm like... I'm not going to talk it, about that either. It felt like everything yeah. was, was coming correct. Like, but, how do you, you know, like,
1: but you have to get through those kind of things.
0: That's what. That, well, that's what I'm, I'm more yeah. interested in is how well, do you, I, you, know, you... you know, you have to face them. You mm-hmm. have to
1: look at them. And I think Louis did a good job apologizing. And I feel like Louis will be back. I hope that he's accepted back. Did he's you have, have any advice comedian. for him in terms of... I, Dealing with that? Or? I, again, even okay. if I did tell him, I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> I just know it'll get re- reported on. right? And it'll sp- it'll make me have to answer the question more times. And I just feel like, first of all, I just, you know, it changes like it's all like what there's no good thing I could say. What good thing could I say? About it, except that it's a sad situation for everyone involved. Yeah, on a lot of levels, and you know, it was just—it was an unfortunate uh, thing that happened. It was terrible. As far as the show, it's already coming back for season four. I haven't heard that it is yet, oh. so I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? <laughs> Disney bought FX. Oh, okay. Or bought Fox, and that would be FX too, I think. So that's so, all up in the air. Yeah.
0: Do you have a sense of what you, you hope for the Baskets family?
1: I hope that we can get enough episodes or seasons to play it out to its rightful end. Because I see it will go somewhere, but I don't know what that is because Zach and Jonathan Kreisel and maybe me a little bit would you know have an impact on that. But I've given my feeling about it and still... Don't know what's going to happen or if we're going to get on, but I would like to see it be able to play out to the end.
0: Whether they need to go into a new business or I just leave think that, I think or... it should
1: play out like how life plays out. Okay, a good some good stuff, mm-hmm. but also, no matter what, nothing's perfect. I don't think this show will ever end with a like a big smile. But as long as it's true, as long as it's true, and I think that's this beauty of Jonathan, you know. Jonathan Kreisel and Zach Galifianakis, they're not going to do the joke you want to hear. They're going to do the joke they want to hear. And so, you know, I'm thankful that they invited me into this world because it gave me a whole new audience. You know, there's a whole new group of people that look at Louie Anderson differently because of this part. And it's unfortunate that they didn't think that of me to begin with, but I'm grateful that they do think of it think of me now that way so you know I'm just hoping that I get to play a part of
0: of a man someday again someday yeah well I guess uh if you if you break up with your boyfriend you could always find a new boyfriend who just happens to look like you
1: wouldn't that be a good idea Or Martha could have a set of twins, and I could adopt them, and they'd be girls. There's all kinds of scenarios that could happen. Hey, everybody who's listening, louis at com, Mm -hmm. send in the scenario that you would like to see on baskets. I would like to see it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would like to, yeah, louis
0: Louis at at louisanderson.com, email your suggestions first. What you hope How, for Christine Baskets and the Baskets happen, family.
1: What's going to happen to Christine Baskets and her son Chip? And I will I will come back to you I and love see it. What,
0: they, what they said.
1: I'll keep you in- informed of what comes up. <laughs> and maybe you can have some on the podcast and they can be listened to when you uh, drop it.
0: I look forward to that. All right. Thanks, Louis. Thank you. <laughs> things first.